Good morning. Hope everyone's having a wonderful morning or good evening, <laughs> wherever this video finds you. For me, it's morning in Vancouver and I feel great. I processed some emotions last night and by doing that, I guess I surfaced them and I observed them. I realize how important that is to do these days, to observe and process our emotions. And like the observation of the emotion is how we process it because it allows us to see it from multiple different perspectives and that's really important to understand and it's even more important to practice <laughs> because I'll tell you life is a practice you know this isn't something that anyone is exempt from but just the awareness of understanding that the requirement for observing emotions so that we can process them is what helps us grow that's a big part of self-love. Self-love is so many beautiful things. This episode today is about that. And I just want to say thank you if you've clicked on this episode. And I want you to appreciate yourself for appreciating something new. Something that should come so natural to us. Like self-love. Like loving ourselves, understanding ourselves, observing ourselves, taking time for ourselves. is something that is so natural, but we've become so disconnected from it. So I want to say thank you to you and, and I want you to thank yourself. You know, there's, there's nothing wrong with doing that. It just seems and feels like it's not normal because we haven't done it for so long. But this is a big part of what self-love is. It's coming back into yourself and, and taking, taking back what's been taken from you or what we have given away. And, you know, self-love, a lot of people think because they've practiced this thought process of giving themselves away so much that they don't take time for themselves that when they do that it's selfish i'm gonna tell you right now it ain't selfish one bit because how can you love someone else if you don't love yourself you know what i'm saying like and i mean that like how could you ever understand what love is to give to somebody else if we don't understand love from within first everything that matters comes internally before we can transmute or manifest it externally. We have to have a deep understanding of what we are feeling or what we would like or who we are. All of these things are a part of self-love and self-love is basically a journey of understanding of who we are. And the world doesn't allow us to do that because society moves us very, very quickly. We get thrown into school where we're taught that we need to take in all of this information that doesn't serve any purpose other than to teach us how to be an employee or to get a job. In no way, shape, or form do these people teach us about processing emotions, communicating about emotions, or that we need to be checking in on ourselves. And by checking in on ourselves, we need to take time for ourselves. And the ability to do that comes through an awareness. And when the awareness is there, that means we can become mindful. Becoming mindful is a big part of self-love because it means that when you feel something, you're willing to speak your truth. Mindfulness is the ability to slow down. It's the ability to slow down the mind, slow down the heart, slow down the feelings and observe what is happening within. Mindfulness is, is essential to life, but yet the world has us so chaotic in thought. So many people say to me, I try to do meditation or I try to focus on something and my mind just won't allow me. My mind just won't allow me. You know what? 
that observation of that notion in itself that their mind is so chaotic with thoughts and thinking about tomorrow and yesterday and missing the present moment is a key piece of awareness that self-love must be practiced because it's within the chaotic mind of thinking in the future or thinking in the past that doesn't allow us to be in the moment with the emotions that we're feeling. It actually teaches us to distract from them. And that's what makes it acceptable to just think about the future or think about the past because we don't have to think about the moment. And that's a big problem. (laughs) It really is. It's a big problem because the present moment is the one that will help us affect tomorrow for the greater good of what we seek. It's in the present moment that everything is affected. If we feel like we're living a life of fear, anxiety, and stress, or negativity, or living within hypotheticals and assumptions and judgments we have to question how we arrived there you know and can't we can't just hope that one day it's going to go away that's another big thing that people do they just believe that one day all of their problems will go away they don't actually have to address anything and that's you know what i don't blame you for that (laughs) you shouldn't blame yourself the world has taught you that you can just take a pill Or you can get a quick fix and everything will be all right. But you know what? That's a lie. And many of you on your journey know that. But it's easier just to hold on to hope that one day everything will be fine rather than do the work. Let me tell you something. A big part of self-love is putting work in. (laughs) And a big part of growth and evolution in life is putting work in. And it doesn't matter where you are at in your process. I mean, let's not forget two and a half years ago, I got out of prison and I was homeless coming off a 23-year drug addiction. So I very well understand what it's like to be at a certain point in your journey, learning the same difficult lessons over and over and over again without trying something new. But you know what? When I was in prison, that's when I decided to try something new. Because I had hit some sort of bottom where I had just come to a wall where I was tired of doing the same thing every single day and getting nowhere. And I didn't even know what somewhere was for me Because in that moment, that's the only thing that mattered was the present moment. So it didn't matter where I was going. It just mattered that in that moment, I was going to try to be somebody different. But I wasn't just going to try. I was going to do it. I was going to love myself and I was going to become love. Now, when you practice these behaviors, these psychological behaviors for quite some time, (laughs) trying to understand yourself from an internal perspective and do away with all the emotional traumas and all the bad psychological behaviors that got you to your point that you're ready to make a change is as difficult as you make it. And I mean that. Many people will say, oh, it's so difficult, so hard, I can't do it. Well, you know what? It's as hard as you make it. The only boundaries are the ones that you set because they told me that I had a 0.01% chance of any kind of success in this world. That was from my addiction. Never mind growth, personal growth and external growth and all these other things. That was just from my addiction. 0.01% of people that took the path I did in life 
with all the addiction and, and homelessness and, and all these other bad practices of life, make it out. But that was their boundaries. They tried to set the, that limit for me. I even told those doctors, don't be putting limits on people because you're building things up in their mind that'll hold them back because that's the thing is everybody has two keys in their life. For those of you watching this on YouTube, I got this tattoo right here, like maybe four weeks ago or something like that. And, and those of you listening on the podcast, it's, it's two skeleton keys and a cross. And what that represents is that every single human has two keys inside of them, one to lock themselves in and one to set themselves free. It's just whatever key you're brave enough or whatever key you choose to use because we all have them. And ironically enough, in that prison cell, the key to my freedom on the outside world was taken away from me. But the key to my freedom inside my mind and my heart was opened up because I used that key. I decided in that prison cell I was going to love myself. And I mean that. I really do. I, I asked love into my heart because I was just wanted to be something more. And I had a fire I could feel a small flame somewhere deep inside of me that we all have, and we call it the light, and it's there. I promise you it's there. Like a moth to the flame, seek that light because it's inside of you. I can promise you that, but I went to mine, and I was going to be the fuel that was going to light that fire because I knew I had to do the work. And to do that, I had to accept all the things that got me to the place I was at. And then I was going to get honest and authentic about those things that held me back, those emotional traumas. I had to, get, I had to face that from an honest, authentic perspective. And I, in order to grow from that, I had to process some things. I had to forgive myself for all the things I had done along that journey. To everyone I loved, to everyone I didn't love, to everyone I didn't know, all the journeys that I affected along the way, I forgave myself for that. Because what good was it holding on to an emotion of something that happened in my past? You know, a big part of what got me in that prison cell was that pattern of thinking. Holding me back into times that had already gone by. They put so many years between me and the present moment that I was still there. And many of you can relate to that. And that's okay. It's okay to become aware of that because that's a big part of the evolution is to appreciate that and forgive yourself for all the things you've done. Because I can promise you, if you hold on to one ounce of regret or resentment or anything from your past, you won't grow in the present moment. Because let's be real, if it already happened, you can't change it. So learn from it. Observe it from a different perspective. And that's exactly what I did. I looked at all the emotional traumas that I'd gone through, everything that held me back, and I decided to learn from those mistakes in that moment because I'd made the same choice over and over and over again to stay inside of an emotional repetitive cycle over things I couldn't change, like losing my kids, like losing the house, like losing the cash, like becoming homeless. All the choices that brought me to these places, I just relived that emotion of regret and guilt and shame. But you know what? That got me nowhere. So I decided to detach from the regret, shame, guilt, and resentment. And I decided to look at it from a different perspective and go, okay, what can I learn from this? How can this teach me something? Because if I'm gonna be somebody different today in this present moment, I better learn from my past and I better do that right quick. 
Because if this is who I'm going to be and I'm going to love myself, then I'm all in. And in that moment, <laughs> I was in jail. I was going to say that that seems like a quite easy place to do it. But let me tell you, that was not an easy place to do it. I was just about to say that. <laughs> and then I thought about whole what had actually gone down in there. And I was like, wait a minute. That was not an easy place to do that at all. It was probably one of the most difficult places to do that, to become honest and authentic and to love myself in a place where there's very little love for yourself or anyone else for that matter. And that's a fact. Prison is a difficult place, I can promise you that. But I made that choice up in there. And you know, I started to see that when I chose to walk my own path and I wasn't going to do things that other people told me to do, and I was going to be the man I said I was going to be in that prison cell, I was going to be honest and authentic, I was going to do everything with kindness and love and respect, the people around me in prison started to notice. And they, not that they changed, but they certainly were a different vibrational frequency around me. They were a different frequency around me. I'll tell you that. There was only one guy that gave me a tough time the whole time. And that was the guy running the jail cell. And I'll tell you this, at the end of my sentence, because he was trying to give me such a hard time all the time, but I stayed true to myself. I didn't get in fights like he wanted me to and, and you know, beat people up or whatever it was, always trying to get under me. But I didn't allow that because I had love. And I, I saw this man with empathy and sympathy and compassion. And I was able to keep my composure because I was going to understand my emotions. I was going to observe them. That happened. That actually happened. I know it sounds crazy, especially after like a 23-year drug addiction. All this just happens. But it's because I made a choice, right? It could have been very difficult or it could have been whatever I made it. And I chose to make it whatever I made it. And for me, that was not easy, but it was what it was. It was lessons and experiences. And at the end of that sentence, that man came up to me and he said, man, you're a real guy, is what I'm going to say. That's not the words he used. He used much more colorful words, but I'm going to say that. He said, you're a real guy, man. And he walked away. And, and I knew right there and then that all this that I was practicing within myself internally didn't matter. I was stuck in a jail cell. None of that mattered. Because internally is where everything matters. And you might think that hearing detaching from emotions is difficult. Many people tell me that detaching from the emotion is difficult. Just let me ask you this. What purpose has it served you to feel something for a, a long period of time? To stay stuck in this feeling of guilt, shame, regret, jealousy. I can go on. Anything that holds you back and doesn't allow you to grow, these are dense emotions. What purpose does it serve to keep reliving these emotions other than you understand the comfort of that place? So if you understand guilt and you understand shame and you understand regret and you understand resentment and other emotions, anger, frustration, then you stay stuck inside of these emotions because you understand it. You're not allowing yourself to observe the emotion from a different perspective so that you can learn from it. Because I can promise you on the other side of that perspective is happiness and love and kindness and compassion and empathy and sympathy. These are not just words, they're understandings. 
because it's all a part of self-love. All those things are a part of self-love. Honesty, authenticity, communication, respect, trust. Internally, like I'm not speaking to the external world. I'm talking about you understanding these things within yourself. And the practice of this comes through an immense amount of gratitude. So a lot of people don't even know where to begin when they're trying to take some time for self-love to understand themselves. Well, the episodes up until this point will give you a good perspective of how to arrive at this place. Acceptance, honesty and authenticity, forgiveness. You know, these are all things that you've got to do along your journey in order to get to this place of self-love. It's just an observation of everything that matters on the inside. And when you start your practice of self-love, you give yourself some gratitude. That's a big thing, very easy to do, is just take a moment for you, find that quiet space, find that quiet time. You gotta make time for yourself. We're so quick to give so much of ourselves away, but to take five minutes to sit alone somewhere quietly. I don't care if you gotta go in your garage, your car, while the house has got chaos going on. Go find five minutes. Go outside in the backyard. There's a place. You can find that time if you make time. And when you do, give yourself some gratitude. I mean that. It's a beautiful thing to give yourself some gratitude. Be grateful for where you are in your life. It's beautiful. And I mean that. See the beauty in the gratitude. I use the word beautiful quite a bit because self-love is just, it, it just is that. It is so beautiful because it comes with so much understanding in life of who you are and how you feel. Even last night, I processed some difficult emotions. You know, some, some difficult things come up because it will. That's life, right? We're not exempt from these things. Not until the journey's over will it all work itself out. And until we get there, we better observe things going on. We can't allow them to keep us in one place because we won't grow. So yes, last night I had some difficult emotions to process. But I found the beauty in them. I found the beauty in processing that and allowing myself to grow through it. And observing two sides of what was happening. Taking situation and seeing it from two sides is a very wonderful thing to be able to do and when you're sitting there with yourself in your five minutes have a look at both sides of things that you're trying to process maybe it's an emotion maybe it's an experience but look at it from two sides rather than one break out of your comfort zone and try something new that's a big part of self-love as well because we've practiced so many bad behaviors that we're not sure how to do things anymore. And that's a fair assertion. Like it absolutely is, it, it, it's, it's valid. We're not sure how to do things. So we keep doing the same things that may not serve our higher purpose. And more often than not, they don't. Because I can tell you, when you have self-love, fear, anxiety, and stress goes away. Who doesn't want that? Like who doesn't want to live in a life without fear, anxiety, and stress? Think about that. It's not unattainable. I have none. And I'm not special. I'm not unique. I had 23 years of emotional traumas. I'm just like everyone else. Except I chose to do something different. And then when I did, everything changed. 
and life became so beautiful. And I was able to appreciate myself and I was able to appreciate the journey. And I was able to appreciate everyone in the journey and on the journey. When I say everything in, I mean like the earth, the air, the water, the fire, you know. It's, it's just so real, the appreciation of all things. Slowing down and taking a moment for yourself will help you become mindful. Now, if that's difficult to do in the moment, which it probably will be, if this is new for you, please practice this. I promise you, anything you practice, you get good at. Life for me is a practice, and it's one that I take very seriously because I know how important and valuable energy is, and I know how important and valuable what I feed my mind, body, and soul is. Now, that's another wonderful thing to talk about when we're talking about self-love. In order to come in alignment, we must align three things, mind, body, and soul. I want you to think about the importance of what you feed each thing, each one of those things. The mind, we'll start with the mind. If you're taking in programs that are conveying an immense amount of high anxiety, violence, hypotheticals and assumptions, judgment, division, your mind will practice this behavior because it picks it up and then puts it in the subconscious where you manifest this reality within you because it's something that you practice thinking about. Whether you're doing it cognitively or not, the subconscious is unfolding this for you because it's what you feed the mind. It's what you're taking in all the time. If you surround yourself with people that are comfortable judging other people and dividing in abnormal behaviors and saying things that don't align with your higher self or this evolution of love that you would like to achieve, then you need to move away from that because they will affect you. Even if that their stories and their judgments aren't of your own, being around that energy will affect your mental. And that's very important to be aware of. And it's not selfish to move away from people like that. It's a requirement. It just really is. Like your evolution to love is everything. That's the only thing that matters because it's when you arrive at this evolution of love, are you able to share it or naturally you will share it because that's what it is. Love is just something you want to share because once you understand it, that's, that's what it's all about. But the judgment divisions that are manipulated into the world through media outlets and in entertainment value is there to program the mind to become very chaotic. So that's a wonderful way to observe what your mind is taking in and how your thought processes are happening. So I would suggest to you to shut the television off. Please. That's a big part of why we don't take time for ourselves. That practice in itself will come with great difficulty because it's something that we have practiced to be normal. And you will be sitting there with yourself not knowing what to do. And the mind is very chaotic in that moment when you first shut the television off in those first weeks because it's it, it wants to be fed an agenda, not of your own. Because you haven't taught yourself to think for yourself. You've just turned on a television or social media and you've allowed that to do the thinking for you. It's it's just a reality, you know, whether we do that consciously or subconsciously, like that's why we do it. We're not unwinding. It's just that we don't want to think. And let's talk about that. You know, when we go to our jobs, we really put very little of ourselves into it because more often than not, we're underpaid, undervalued, 
underappreciated, and there's just really a lack of love. Not in all cases, but in most cases for people working jobs, that's the reality of the situation. So we kind of turn our brain off when we're at work. We're there for a paycheck, right? Which kind of distorts our thinking in itself. And then when we come home, well, we just gave so much of our energy to an entity that we didn't even really have to think at that we don't want to think at all anymore. That's why we turn on Netflix. You know, that's why we're not communicating about how we're feeling or what we're doing is because we just want to distract from it. We just want it. We don't want to think about that anymore. We don't want to be in the present moment. So we'll let something else take us out of it. And that's where we practice these behaviors of watching television. Television is a, a, a very, very powerful tool of manipulation. And there's nothing good in there for you. If you can do this, if you can practice and, and start small. I mean, if your television time or your time with Netflix or whatever it may be is three hours a night or two hours a night, back that off one hour. Try something new. Give yourself the gratitude to try something new and appreciate getting to know who you are again because I can promise you, you're never too old for that. You are never too old for that. Please don't think a journey comes with a timeline that we can't change because I hear that a lot. And geez, I hear that in like 25 year olds these days. They're like, oh, I'm good. I'm comfortable. I'm like, you're 25, man. Like, holy, you can grow. You got so much time. I was 36, I'll also say in that uh, when all this happened to me in prison. So you're never too late. I'm just starting to live, you know what I mean? And that's the beautiful thing about love is that you, you become reborn and you do that on your own. So you have this great appreciation and respect for yourself because you live honestly and authentically and you think for yourself because you follow your own moral code. I mean, what I'm talking about here is evolution. Some people believe that the evolution of mankind is going to Mars. Like, what are you kidding me? Like we're going to destroy this big, beautiful planet that we're completely connected to, but we've just been tricked into thinking that it's just for profit. We should take all the minerals out of the ground because they're worth money. We should cut all the trees down because it's worth money. We should sell fresh water plots because it's worth money. Are you kidding me? We're guests here. And the appreciation and gratitude that we have for ourselves will come in the observation of everything around us as well. And that evolution through love is what changes the world because that's what I'm speaking about. If you're listening to this podcast, I'm not going to get you rich with money, but I'm going to get you rich with love. You're going to be wealthy. You're going to be full. And you're going to do that on your own because I can't do it for you. But I can offer you tools of guidance and share my experience because I'm not a doctor. I'm not a therapist. I dropped out in grade 11. But you know what I do have is a bunch of world experience. I experienced psychology firsthand and I was very aware of it. And the patterns of thinking that I created in myself are many that we have in the world so we can all associate. Just because I was a drug addict doesn't mean nothing. You know, that was just a form of distraction because I didn't love myself. That's exactly what addiction is. It's just a tool of distraction from an unprocessed emotional trauma. And because addicts tend to feel so deeply, we use drugs so we don't have to feel anything at all. But let me give you the other side of this. People that didn't choose distractions like that, they buy things. They buy things because the world told them they were going to feel something when they buy it. They're going to feel something when they put on brands because they don't feel anything at all or very little, I should say. They feel very, very little. And that's why they buy things. 
is because they need to obtain the feeling. So we're one and the same. Both of us were living with a lack of love, yet the distractions we choose are just different. Some people shop, some people are, you know, it's pornography. Some people are eating too much. Like there's no eating disorders, it's an emotional trauma. Why do people attach to foods that are high sugar and high fats? Because they want to feel something. Nobody wants to be 400 pounds. It's because they've got something going on, an emotional trauma somewhere that's become unprocessed and they don't take time to process that, to observe that experience or immersion so they can grow from it. That's a reality. This is real talk for an unreal world. Like we don't need to pretend here. And I don't. I don't pretend for anyone. Because for me, my whole objective in life is to change the world. And I thought that I had to do that by taking down governments and exposing corporations and exposing the manipulation of all the the interaction between all these things. But that takes a whole lot of energy. And it won't get me nowhere. (laughs) So I learned that lesson very quickly because I don't need to do that. All I need to do is share about the same evolution that happened with me through a very difficult journey and inspire you to do the same thing. Because I promise you anything you want, you can have. I'm proof. And I'm only getting started. This podcast is just the beginning. You know, I've got a children's book that just got published. I got a publisher for it, I should say. I speak it in schools in the fall. It's just, it's just whatever you want because the manipulation that is laid out for you by the external world, you have put a line in the sand in your life and you said I'm taking time for me that's what I did I moved all these things out of my life and I took time for myself and I allowed that that was a period of time that was very confusing because my mind didn't know what to do because it wasn't listening to my heart my heart knew what to do but I was so stuck up in my mind all the time that I wasn't listening to my heart so it took some time to evolve through that and how I did that was I went to nature When I was alone with myself and I shut the television off and I didn't know what to do, I went for a walk. And I walked in the rain, I walked in the snow because I live in Canada, I walked in the wind, I walked in the sun, and I appreciated every minute of it because I wasn't just walking, staying up in my mind. And I certainly didn't have my phone with me. You know, many people are disconnecting from their work life and they go outside and they walk with their phone right in their face. Like it's, it's just pure poison to feed your mind this all the time. You have to take in the colors and the smells. Use your senses to feel and remember what we are connected to and observe life in this manner. It'll help you and it's free. It just takes time and you gotta make time. You can't give me excuses that you don't have time. I don't have time, I don't have time. No, no, you'll make those excuses. The observation of oneself comes through all of these aspects you stop making excuses for things because it just doesn't serve the higher purpose. You know, you really become aware of yourself. And, you know, we've just been programmed this way. Don't beat yourself up for it. Even if you're going, you know, you've you've entered this practice of self-love, don't beat yourself up for any of it. You know, just just treat it as a practice. And, and give it time, even if it starts with a couple minutes each day. You just grow. You just give yourself that time and you make yourself that time. I work with a lot of people and I can tell you I know this stuff works. Like I know it does. I've seen people break programming from like generations. 
You know, now they live this free, sovereign life today under their own moral code, free from depression, free from fear, anxiety, and stress. Because the things they feed their mind are wonderful, beautiful, positive things because they've chosen to see the light and uh, attach to the light. Negativity and darkness is just a, a perception of the mind. It's, it just becomes our reality because that's all we perceive. But once we allow ourselves to have perspective to another way in life, which is positivity and love, your life will change. And that's the truth. It's just the truth. As we go through this podcast, I'm going to bring people on that also have stories because we all have a story. That's a big part of what this is. And I'm going to remind us, bring an association back to us being human beings. Because something that I want you to remember is that the things that I'm talking about don't know an external aspect of life and what i mean by that they don't know african americans they don't know asians they don't know first nations they don't know japanese they don't know australians you know why because those are labels those are labels for human beings because human beings feel and we're all the same we're a part of a human race makes us all family We've just been taught that we're different because we speak different languages, our cultures are different, and we sometimes come in different colors and different sizes. But the funny thing is, is when we talk about emotions, self-love and emotional traumas, addiction, materialism, doesn't matter where you are in the world, everybody knows that. And you know why that is? That's because we're all human beings and we all have a story. And the only one I want you to share your story with is you for right now. I'm able to share my story with you because I process the emotional traumas that hold me back. I'm able to go down into the east side of Vancouver, British Columbia, which is um, Maine and Hastings. Is a, is a, it's a place with many emotional traumas, visual displays of emotional traumas. There's a lot of people in a state of homelessness, a lot of addiction. But I go back down there and I make peanut butter and jam sandwiches for my brothers and sisters every Sunday. And a lot of people say to me, how can you do that? How can you go back down there after 23 years? Don't you have, aren't you tempted? Aren't you triggered? Well, why would I be triggered or tempted if I didn't process the emotional trauma that held me back? And that's the stuff that I'm talking about, is that when we arrive at these places within ourselves, we're free. You're free from everything that holds you back. There is no question about it. There is no halfway. Like, you're out. You're free. You come with understanding. You've let go of the past and you've processed emotional traumas that allow you to be in the present moment. Because when I'm down there today, I see people that felt the same thing I felt at one point in my life. And you know what? I give them a piece of me because that's shared love. I inject some light into their life. Because it's very important to me to raise this consciousness within human beings, part of the human race, and remind us of our power. And to do that, we've got to love ourselves. So be kind to yourselves, people. Please be kind to yourselves and be kind to others. Rather than react with emotions, observe quietly. Practice mindfulness. Practice empathy, sympathy, and compassion. See others as a version of yourself. If an individual is driving and they're obviously having a bad day, put yourself in that individual's shoes rather than react with a horn or the finger or whatever it may be. Put yourself in that individual's shoes and go, I wonder what's going on with him today. I've had bad days too. Man needs a little bit of love today. See it from a different perspective. It'll help you teach yourself 
to see things from a different angle. And that's really what we need to do in this life is see things from a different angle, not the ones that we're being fed all the time. Very important to shut your television off. Another big aspect that'll help you grow the love within your heart comes through mindfulness and awareness and a, and a sense of gratitude and appreciation for all things. It's just a different observation of life. The third is taking care of the body. Be mindful of what you put in it. If you put high sugars and high fats, such as like fast foods, like you know this isn't good for you. We make excuses for things when we say, I just didn't have time to buy something. I was in too much of a hurry. If you're too much of a hurry, you need to question that. Slow down. Take time for yourself. Big part of why we can't slow down is because we don't get enough sleep. We don't get enough sleep because we're too busy watching things way past the time that we should be going to bed. Because our body told us we were tired, but we pushed to watch the end of that show or we pushed to get that last project done for work. Don't do that. I usually will never tell anyone what to do, but please don't do that. Listen to your internal clock. If you're tired, sleep. There is no purpose in pushing yourself past your point. You've got to listen to your body as much as you listen to your mind and your heart. That is how you obtain the alignment. And it's through all these wonderful things that you will grow to heights that one day you will describe to me. Because I'm only just beginning to describe what I'm growing to right now to you. And if you get inspired by that, thank you. I appreciate it. I really do. A lot of people say that to me. It's very inspiring, the story and, and everything that's happening within it. I really appreciate that. Thank you. I have a deep amount of gratitude for that. But all I want to do is share that. All I want to do is share that ability to grow within oneself. And if I can help you do that in any way, then I'll have done something great with my life. Because that's what this is all about. We're all here to help each other grow. We just forgot that because paychecks seem to have more value. But you've got to value your self-love more than anything. Value love for yourself more than anything. That's where you're going to find all the things that are priceless in life. Take time for yourself. Teach your kids something new by practicing something new in your own life. That's the best education you can give them. I can promise you that. Next week, we're going to talk about the practice. I'll talk about how I practice my life because I told you I put a lot of work into this and it, it, it doesn't end for me. It's, it's, a, it's on a constant. So I will talk about that, meditation, yoga, how I take care of the body and the mind and the evolution of things over the last two years because I can promise you it's only within the last eight months that I really have seen an immense amount of results because I've put work in in the last eight months in, in a new way to evolve in a higher place and, I, and I'll speak to that because I think it's very important I've shared that with people and they're like man that's that's really great to understand it from your perspective like what you practice and how you grow like that's a really wonderful way to take that information in from a different angle so I think that's a beautiful thing I want to share that and again like if you just listen to all this I'm so proud of you I really am because I know what it's like to be stuck in one place. I know what it's like to have a chaotic mind. And I know what it's like to not be able to f see things from a different angle. But if you're ready and you're willing and you're here in this podcast and you're listening to it, man, I appreciate you. And I hope you appreciate yourself because that's some real things right there. Right? Taking time for yourself is real deal. It's very cool. It's within the evolution. So I appreciate you and I hope you appreciate yourself. On my social media, 
Real Talk for an Unreal World. That's my Instagram, my Facebook, and my YouTube channel. My Twitter is Real Talk, the number four, Unreal. And if you need to email me about any evolution process, anything that's going on in your mind, please feel free to do that. It's real talk for an unreal world at gmail.com. If you got people you know that are stuck, please share this with them because I don't care about popularity. I don't care about like any of that kind of stuff. This is just about human connection and a growth from one place that we are tired of being in. And I wanna share that love with as many people as I can. So if you can help me with that, I really appreciate that. And, and feel free to email me about anything. I actually work with quite a few people on quite a different amount of subjects. So there's nothing that we can't have a conversation about and I can offer you perspective from. And that's basically what I would do. And it's worked very well to offer perspective. We just don't have these conversations as authentically as we should, but I can promise when you, when you start to evolve into this new higher version of yourself you will attract people that align with your philosophy that is a fact and that is a wonderful gift to look forward to because when you're around people that don't pretend and and they're honest and are they're authentic and they, they understand what it means to be a friend oh, it's a beautiful thing so enjoy your week much love thank you so much for being a part of this ride with me we're just getting started